It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Well, the topic at hand today is Carlos Beltran. So let's all go back into a time machine, the offseason of 2004 into 2005. Remember, this was a bad, bad season for the New York Mets. It was the end of Art Howe. It was the end of Johnny Franco. It was the end of Al Leiter. It was the retirement of Todd Zeal. And you could feel at the end of the 04 season that we were going to see major, major changes going into 05. And I've always said this about the Wilpons. As much as we were bitter at them at the end, they had these spurts where they would spend. Like these little pockets where they would be really aggressive. And not Fugazi spent, like really, really spent. So going into this offseason with Omar Minaya as the general manager, I remember having a lot of hope that the Mets were going to spend money and they were going to try to turn this franchise around after really three bad seasons, 02, 03, and 04. 01 was a little bit different. They had the hangover from the pennant winning year, actually made a late push in September. So really, I kind of look at 02, 03, 04 as a chunk, a chunk of bad years. So first comes first, they go hard after Pedro Martinez. And I loved it. I mean, I, I grew up admiring Pedro Martinez when he was with Montreal, held out hope they would trade for him when he was eventually dealt with Boston, to Boston, and obviously put together some of the most dominant seasons of all time. I knew upon signing him, there was major risk. I think we all did. But the idea that Pedro Martinez was going to be a New York Met right from the top changed the feeling of this team. It just changed everything. And yeah, they had to outbid everybody to get him. I mean, the New York Yankees were actually bidding on Pedro Martinez. I think Pedro and George Steinbrenner had dinner. The Red Sox were sort of trying to bring him back. But look, the New York Mets ultimately outbid everybody to get him. But the jewel of the offseason, the number one guy was Carlos Beltran. Carlos Beltran had been traded during the uh, middle of the season, a year earlier, from Kansas City to Houston in a three-way trade, and then put on one of the great postseason displays we'll ever see. The Astros did fall one game short. They didn't get to the World Series. They actually lost in Game 7 to the St. Louis Cardinals. But Carlos Beltran was a machine. And watching him in October and knowing his defense and knowing he's a switch hitter, and obviously knowing he's an elite-level player, that was the apple of all our eyes. Every Met fan wanted Carlos Beltran, and they were going hard after him. And for weeks and weeks and weeks, we heard about the pursuit. But right before we landed him, and this is where we may divide as Met fans on this, a report came out. Now, that report was later confirmed by Brian Cashman. So... We don't have to believe it. I know Carlos Beltran years later came on with Joe and I, said it wasn't true, but here's what happened. Carlos Beltran and Scott Boris reportedly went to the New York Yankees after the Mets made an offer of seven years, $119 million. That was ultimately what he signed for and offered the Yankees a discount and said, look, we'll take $99 million. 
make him a New York Yankee. Brian Cashman said, no, we're good. It actually had to do with the luxury tax at the time. The Yankees had just made a very aggressive move to trade and then sign Randy Johnson. And so Beltron would have put the Yankees over the luxury tax. And as much as we talk about Steinbrenner not caring about any kind of budget, that's not true. He had a budget and said, no, thank you to Beltron. Boris goes to the Mets and says, okay, I guess we have a deal. And he ultimately signs this seven-year, $119 million deal. Again, Beltron's denied this. We had him on years later, said that never happened. Cashman at the time said it happened. It probably did happen. Like, I get why Beltron would not admit it. It probably did happen. I didn't care. And I still don't care. Because ultimately, I got the girl. Did that piss you off, though, Pete? A hundred percent it did. I, I, that, to me, was he didn't really want to be here. And I think at that time, you know, we were able to get Pedro Martinez. I know that we overspent for him. But, like, if we make the best offer and it's all about the money, just come. Just get over here. The fact that they had to go back to the Yankees, and at that point in time, I really was at the, the height of my dislike for Yankees in general, Yankees fans. Me too, so the, by the way. So the fact that he went back there, like, I want to play for the Yankees. I, I don't really want to just go where the money is. That pissed me off a little bit. So even though, and, I, and I'm with you at this point, remember, let's think about where we are. The Yankees had just collapsed against the Boston Red Sox. It was the offseason of 04 into 05. And I'm at the height of hating the New York Yankees. No doubt about it. And I've always said that that, that kind of series sort of to turn me back away from not caring as much about them. But certainly I'm fresh off really disliking the Yankees. The reason it didn't bother me is because I knew who we were. We were a franchise that was in the abyss. We were a franchise that had three really bad seasons back to back to back. And the New York Yankees, to their credit, were still we sort of still thought about the dynasty. It wasn't that long ago when it ended because to me, the dynasty almost extended to 2001, but then in Oh two, they're in the playoffs in Oh three. They're in the world series in Oh four. They should have gone to the world series. Like I understood why Carlos Beltran, Pedro Martinez, and anyone else would have preferred the Yankees over the Mets. The, the Mets had to change things. The Mets had to change that dynamic, but I do know because Joe felt this way, Beningo for many years, that there are a lot of Met fans, were a lot of Met fans, whose reason they didn't love Carlos Beltran, like the initial thing, and there's a few things, we'll obviously get to all of them, that cooled them to him was this, that they couldn't look past the fact that his first choice was to be a New York Yankee. And I think if we're just being honest with ourselves, we could understand why. That they, I, I got why Beltran wanted to be a Yankee. Yeah, but that's and that's the thing about being a Met fan that sucks or used to suck is because we couldn't just get guys to come here. Like Andrew McCutcheon just recently re-signed with the Pirates, and it was very sentimental. And me, as uh, currently where the Mets sit, it's not like, oh, my God, I can't believe he chose to go to Pittsburgh rather than come to the money where, you know, to to – to, to where we are, where we're going to look to win a championship. Where's the Pirates at? Back then, we had nothing. We were still scrapping for whatever. Uh, so, yeah, I, I want I want things to turn around, but I also wanted to – like, I'm a Met fan. I want to root for this team. I don't want to root for people that don't really want to be here. So that's always going to leave a real sour taste in my mouth no matter what. So 
Beltron's now a Met. The expectations have been raised for 2005. They also made a real heavy pursuit for Carlos Delgado. They didn't get him. There were reports that Tony Bernazard turned him off during the negotiations. The Mets would eventually get him a year later. So instead, Doug Mankiewicz was the first baseman going into the season. Did, did Tony, did he take a shirt off then or was that later <laughs> on in life? <laughs> Who knows? I mean, maybe that's what turned Delgado off. Who the <laughs> hell knows? <laughs> but when the 2005 season started, like I wasn't expecting to win a World Series, but the expectations had changed. And a part of that was Carlos Beltran. A part of that was him being a centerpiece along with an emerging David Wright, who is now entering his first full season in the major leagues. Um, The expectations were higher. And so I think once this season starts with a brand new manager, Willie Randolph took over, who cares what Carlos was thinking about doing in December and January? Ultimately, they got him. And what's funny is that we all remember 2005 as being a bad year for Beltron. It's cited to this day. You know, whenever a big free agent signing or a guy acquired via trading, given big money like Lindor, a great example, has a bad first year, we like to look back at Beltron and talk about his bad first year with the New York Mets. And he had a home run on opening day. Opening day was a weird day. The Mets actually had a lead. Pedro pitched well after he gave up an early home run. And then Braden Luber decided to take a monstrous dump all over opening day. As he collapsed, he blew it. (laughs) That'd be my description of what the hell happened. And they lost on opening day. They ended up losing all three games to Cincinnati. They lost the first two games to Atlanta and then salvaged what could have been an 0-6 road trip to start the year by winning this incredible game against the Braves. This awesome pitching matchup between Pedro Martinez and John Smoltz. But here's the bottom line. Beltran got off to a good start. And I think a lot of us forget that. Like, he didn't have a bad April. I look back at it. He didn't even have a bad May. Things started to look real bad for him in June. He had under 200 in June. And then really, his season started to spiral out of control. What we would later learn is that he was dealing with a quadricep injury all season long, and he played through it. You look back at his 2005 season, he played 151 games. So he went out there and played. But his numbers sucked. I mean, there's just no covering it up. Career low in batting average at the time, 266. Career low in on-base percentage at the time, 330. A bad 744 OPS and hit 16 home runs. That's coming off a year in which he hit 38 home runs and dominated in a big spot. So I was upset. I think we all were. We were disappointed in the season that Carlos Beltran was having. And then also probably the most infamous moment of the 2005 season, and it is not his fault, was the nasty collision that occurred in San Diego between Carlos Beltran and Mike Cameron. And you felt awful for Cameron because the Mets had signed him a few years earlier. He was a gold-glove defensive center fielder. Uh, Was he pound for pound a better defensive center fielder than Beltran? I'd actually lean towards yes, and that's not a knock on Carlos. It's just that Cameron was awesome too. And he had begrudgingly moved to right field, but was still playing the position like an aggressive center fielder. So they have this just horrific collision. It ends Cameron's season. He takes the worst of it. Carlos got hurt, but only missed six days. And he was right back in the lineup. So Beltran has a a bad year. Like, I can't defend what he did in 2005. Numbers are numbers. But looking back on it, knowing he was playing injured, He played through it, and his numbers, as 
bad as they were, I've seen worse. Like I think back to some of the other guys that have come along, like Jason Bay, and you compare their numbers, and it's like, oh, maybe Beltron's first year with the Mets wasn't as bad as we like to think it was. I mean, when you compare him to Jason Bay, yeah, I mean, the guy should be a Hall of Famer off of that itself. But, I mean, the reality is you nailed it with the, the Mike Cameron stuff because it's weird. We had this conversation uh, a couple episodes ago about, like, you know, favorite Met that left uh, too early, whatever it is. Mike Cameron's one of those guys where when he came, when he was a Met, like, I love that guy. He played a hell of a center field. So I remember that debate, who should be playing center field? Is it Beltran? Is it Cameron? And to me, I think that's what bothered me more. Again, Beltran didn't want to be here. We had a center fielder, even though he was the best free agent on the market. It's like, oh, we're going above and beyond to to make this guy happy who doesn't really want to be here. We have a center fielder, Mike Cameron, and then we end up losing him. I think did, did Cameron miss most of the season after that? I forgot. He yeah, was he was done. While. He was, he was done. Up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that no, that, was, it, that that hurt. Yeah, it, it's unfortunate. I, I think that. When you sign an elite-level free agent, he's going to play his position, especially when he's the overall better player than the other guy. Like, Mike Cameron was was not a great player. He was an okay player, hit for a little bit of pop, had some nice speed, was a very fine defensive center fielder, obviously. I give him due for that. But to me, it was never an option. You sign Carlos Beltran, he's going to play center field. But when you get to watch a guy every day, you start to see the good and the bad. Like, one thing about Beltran, and Joe and I used to argue about this all the time, was that he played a really deep center field. And the great defensive center fielders did not play a deep center field. Andrew Jones did not play a deep center field. King Griffey Jr. did not play a deep center field. Devon White did not play a deep center field. And so whenever we would have this argument about defense, I stand by the fact that Beltran's a gold glove caliber center fielder, but there was so many little bloops that would fall in front of him. And if we're talking, okay, he yes, he's a gold glover, but is he Andrew Jones? Is he Ken Griffey Jr.? He would always come up short. Part of it being how deep he played in center field. But 05 sucked. I mean, there's just no denying it. The Mets had a weird year. They ended up recovering from the one and five start. They were sort of in a pennant race and then fell out of it in September. So there was progress with 2005, but it wasn't, you know, all the way. 